This is Valley Watch, your first choice for public safety news and information. With Phoenix Fire Department Deputy Communication Director, Allie Party, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Good morning. Welcome to Valley Watch. Yes, that's me. My name is Allie Party, and I am welcoming you to our show here hosted at the KTAR studios, our show being the Phoenix Fire Department. It wouldn't be brought to you without our good friends here at Bonneville Broadcasting. This morning is a very exciting guest we have here, my good friend, Jeff Yaling. Good oh, morning. Yep. Thanks for having me today. Uh, this fine morning, Allie. Appreciate it. <laughs> yes. So excited to talk to you a about be- all these great things we're doing. Absolutely. A beautiful morning here in Phoenix. And Jeff, tell us about yourselves. You are a member of the Phoenix Fire Department, a proud member of our Technical Services Division. Tell us about you. Sure. So I actually got started with the Phoenix Fire Department back in 2006, April oh, wow. 2006. I joined the Department of Tech Services, uh, started as a help desk technician, taking calls in from the firefighters. They had trouble with their mobile apparatus or station computer, things like that, t- triaging those taking them in, and then about seven years after that, in 2013, had an opportunity to work on our computer dispatch support team, and that got me into really the the very sweet, awesome things that we do at tech services that really, um, you know, dispatch technologies and stuff like that. So really got behind the scenes and working on that. And since then, I've had an opportunity to promote a couple times. And as we're talking right now, I am uh, a manager in our section over our computer dispatch support team and our GIS support team and also our data analytics program. So lots of exciting things there. So cool. And God bless you and everyone at Tech Services for what you guys do, because you you're so you're behind the scenes. It does not go unnoticed or unappreciated. And I can only imagine having to try and help firefighters with computers and emails because we joke about it all the time. They're not good with that type of stuff. Yeah, we are here to help translate all of that to make their lives easier so they can focus on the things that they wanted to do growing up to fight fires and do good work for the community. And we do our part to make sure that their jobs are just easier. And it's it, it really is crucial what you guys do it you help everything stay afloat and operating when we look at you know what happens in the alarm room and calls and then also just the data behind it and so when you look at you know a normal day I hate to say normal but you know an average day in tech services what what are you doing oh geez <laughs> me in particular we're we're managing requests that come in for data right mm-hmm. we have folks uh, whether it's internal uh, we have uh, executive officers or command officers who want to look at a different uh, a problem that's occurring or something that's not performing as well as we'd like. How can we translate that and provide it in a report so they can analyze it and make a good informed decision on how to move forward? Uh, we're implementing dispatch policies. So uh, if one of our dispatch partners uh, out there uh, who just provide dispatch services for mm-hmm. wants to uh, you know uh, have a different response to the government buildings we're pro- programming that in our computer aided dispatch system so the alarm room ha- has an easier job and they don't have to worry about that little rule yeah. CAD just does it for them Very so cool. those are some examples of just day-to-day stuff that we deal with and that doesn't mean that just scratches the surface right we have so many teams at tech service who take care of our portable radios who who are those uh, level one technicians the thing I started mm-hmm. as we have a group of those folks doing yeah. good work today taking care of our mobiles just there's a lot going on in tech. <laughs> I know that it was like after, what, almost six months or a year of me working at the department, you and I finally met face to face. It yes. was like we were I would email you all the time. And I'm like, I know that Jeff is the guy for data. And I'm always getting media inquiries about how many mountain rescues are happening. That's a big one. And yeah. I know I even got the email this week with the new month starting that there were 17 mountain rescues in May. Yes. And I read that email and I was like, wow. And so I need to still go back and look comparatively to 
last year and see if there's any major difference. I don't know if you know that off the top of your head. I won't put you on the spot. But it's it's crazy to think about, you know, I'm always coming to you for data. And yeah. the whole department, the whole city does that. They they do that for all of our data. Uh, I, I am thankfully the, the front of that. <laughs> I get to help prioritize the request for the team. We have a couple of great folks who do that work and also help translate. And uh, we love providing those little bits of nuggets that yeah. we know our PIOs mm-hmm. and you and your position mm-hmm. Obviously, the media comes to them ask questions, right? Yeah. We need to have a good answer pretty quickly, right? Mm-hmm. Usually those requests are timely. So providing those monthly reports, they're just in your email. You know you can go find it quickly. That We're very happy about doing stuff like that for you guys yeah. uh, as you're our customer in a mm-hmm. way, right? So we, we love doing that. We love making your jobs easier in that regard. So you're always empowered with that information. It's been processed. It's been vetted. We're happy with it. Mm-hmm. Here it is. Uh, you know how many mountain rescues happened last month, and you <laughs> got it. It's great. Yeah. No, I know we. I, I always feel bad. I'm like, oh, it's so last minute. But nope, Jeff always comes through. He's always there. You always take care of us. But this leads us into why I invited you on the show today. Right. We have some super cool new technology, and you know, data driven ideas being brought forward and forward facing for not only city leadership to learn and see things, but also for the general public and the media to use. And so can you go ahead and talk about sure. the new tool we just added to our website? Definitely. So uh, backing up our backing on what mm-hmm. you just said, Ali, is um, right. Our executive leadership and city leadership, not mm-hmm. just in our department, right, are wanting to make data informed decisions. Right. And that involves whether we where we place the next apparatus, where we build the next fire station, where we add the next ambulance. Right. Mm-hmm. Those are all data driven decisions. Yeah. This tool that we've built online is taking a look at the last 30 days of calls that have happened in the in our Phoenix Fire Service area, which for those who don't know, that's the city of Phoenix, Paradise Valley, and also the town or really Levine Village, mm-hmm. uh, the county area, the county incorporated area of Levine. So taking those three areas, we'd show you uh, and you can prick predetermined date filters to show you, hey, here's all the calls that were run on that emergency incidents that were mm-hmm. dispatched in that area. And it's a staggering number once you actually throw the full 30 days on there if you choose to do that. I mean, we're talking 18,000, 19,000, 20,000 calls over a 30-day period that our department, so whether crazy. it's Phoenix Fire doing it or mm-hmm. one of our automatic aid partners coming in and providing some help, yeah. that's emergency assistance being provided 24-7 every day. Our, our members are very busy out there, and this yeah. showcases that. It's really cool, and I had a lot of fun kind of playing with it. And I, you know, if you go to phoenix.gov forward slash fire, not only will you see the new tool just uh, on a tab on the right-hand side, but we also just recently shared a newsroom article that describes it. You know, it has a quote from Chief Duran. It links you to that map, but it really talks about the nitty-gritty details behind this. And so um, can you kind of just talk about, you know, how is this data collected? What type of calls are shown on sure. it? Um, you know, the geography or location, we obviously are respectful of people's addresses, all that type of stuff. For sure. So we're going to show every emergency response that we were we dispatched. So we're not hiding anything. We do roll things up to, into categories. Mm-hmm. So a medical call, we don't say a person had a chest pain mm-hmm. or a fall injury. We just say there was a medical call here at this location. We say there's fire type calls. And then we go. We we do differentiate between our special ops calls. We say whether something was a technical rescue incident. Mm-hmm. So that's how you can actually see mountain rescues on the yes. map, or it was a hazmat related call, mm-hmm. maybe a gas leak or something greater than that. So we, or it could be a service call where we were just finding some general goodwill and help uh, community service to the public. Mm-hmm. Somebody wants something that's not really a medical call or a fire call. Yeah, something in between. And so we want to help with that customer service call, customer <laughs> service type call that we know we love running on. Our members yeah. love helping out on. So we'll put those all on the map, and those those will be have little different icons you can see. So clearly, you can kind of see what mm-hmm. they are. 
Um, so that's one thing. Second thing, we do have filtering on by the city of Phoenix neighborhoods. So Very if cool. you want, if you say I live in Maryvale or mm-hmm. I live in Arcadia, you can pick those from the list and you could just see calls that happen in your neighborhood, which is we we love doing that. Yeah. So we'd be able to bring in some we, we have a massive uh, GIS data team on mm-hmm. our side. Uh, I think we're pretty spoiled in what we have uh, comparing uh, hearing from our partner agencies out there in the nation. We have a, a good group of folks who work back there, and we're able to um, basically represent anything we want on a map in that way. Bring in uh, neighborhoods, bring in city codes, bring mm-hmm. in what first two stations and things like that. You can even do filtering on that. So that is a little bit of what we have on there. We do, as you mentioned, to respect privacy. And part of why we don't have things on there just the next day, we take an extra day to process those addresses to make sure we're stripping away people's exact houses. Mm-hmm. And we're really putting on things what we call the street center line or really the street in the house, yeah, in front of the houses. And so it's kind of generalized. We don't say your neighbor had a medical call. Just a medical call happens somewhere along that range of addresses. That's really what we're saying. Very fair. And I think that gives everyone the comfort of knowing that they're 911 call isn't being, you know, publicized to anybody that looks Definitely. at our website. But it's also nice that you you want to know what's happening in your neighborhood. You know, you're engaged in what type of calls are happening. But at the same time, you know that city leadership, the Phoenix Fire Department, we're aware of these trends of emergencies or Definitely. something like that happening. So we can continue to whether we combat them, prevent them, you know, better serve our customers. That's that's the goal of this at the end of the day. 100 percent. It definitely is. We love putting that out there. Our crews are very busy. I know. Uh, and uh, we we want to prove that in mm-hmm. a way. We just don't want to say that it's not feelings. This yeah. is real. Mm-hmm. This is tangible. We can actually put it. You can see how many calls Station 7 or the nearest mm-hmm. fire station to your house ran on in the past 30 days. Yeah. That's significant. Mm-hmm. Right. Our folks are providing service 24-7. Yeah. And and. That just helps with the community awareness, right? Mm-hmm. We, we're being good partners in, in displaying this data. We're really excited about doing it. Yeah. It's just awesome. I'm so excited about well, it. Well, <laughs> and I, I love how excited you are about it. I love how passionate you are about it. And you're really good at what you do. And I yeah. know that even just, what was it, last week? I can't. Maybe it was the week before that. Um, I was asking you for, you know, some of those heat maps if, yes. and or just, you know, the amount of drownings happening in the valley and what whether it's a water related emergency, a submersion or an actual drowning. Um, you guys have all this info. And so yes. I know you really are the Phoenix Fire Department and tech services. And the, it wouldn't be possible without support of city leadership. But we are truly at the tip of the spear when it comes to this stuff. And I know that I don't want to tease too much, but it sounds like you guys got some other cool stuff coming up. Too. We definitely do. We we want to take a different approach at looking at the overall like uh, uh, statistics for the department over the last day or month comparative to previous time frame. So mm-hmm. we're working on a little bit of a dashboard that it should be the next thing we have on our new data site on the cool. phoenix.gov slash fire. We're going to have it on there so the public can take a look at what happened the next day. How much different was this previously? Mm-hmm. What's What are the busiest units overall o- yeah. over the past month? Just really cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're really excited about it. And as you mentioned, the heat maps, those are great little tools we love providing our leadership so they can make those informed decisions, right? That mm-hmm. That is awesome. We love bringing that to light, making it not just pretty, but yeah. that'd be meaningful and impactful. So that our leaders, just or just like mm-hmm. you, can share this information confidently, mm-hmm. knowing that we're we're just playing everything righteously. So yeah. well, and I I really do. It's not just you know for the leadership to be able to um, whether it's publicize it to the media and or to other city leadership to talk about what's going on. But I also think it's really telling because I mean. 
the firefighters out there responding, they, they see these calls. They, they yes. see them happening. But when you look at a heat map like that, you're like, I had no idea that all these drownings were happening in North Phoenix. What yeah. what what is happening on that central corridor that's not happening in South Phoenix or Agreed. Maryville yeah. or wherever? And so that's really giving us those boots on the ground opportunities of, you know, how can we get into those communities to have, you know, wave walks, preventable measures of, you know, talking about those pool fences, all that type of stuff. Definitely. Yeah. And that's Bringing that to light is great because mm-hmm. it means we're making the next the next decisions we make are the correct ones, right? This is where we need to focus our resources. Mm-hmm. We need to have a public awareness campaign here. Yeah, we need to add apparatus to this area, right? This community is being built out. Our response times may not be what we'd like it to be. Mm-hmm. Where do we build the next fire station? Yes, all, all, all good stuff. Well, Jeff, as we said. Our time here was going to go quickly, yes, and I did. can't even tell you how fun this was, how good you are. We need to put PIO next to your name, but oh, we can't. We we couldn't do our job without you over at Public Affairs. We thank you and Tech Services for everything that you guys do. I know that it's so so appreciated just throughout the entire department, City of Phoenix, and our local media partners that always ask us for those data driven um, yeah. uh, questions, but. Again, for those listening, if you haven't seen our new online incident map, please go to phoenix.gov forward slash fire. You can find it. You can check out your neighborhood, all those types of incidents happening. But we hope you have a safe and happy Sunday.